Hey, throw me. This is Tom Atkins, and you're listening to Outsiders of Horror Podcast. listening to the Outsiders of Horror podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back. Today we have a fun interview for a movie I could give two shits about with David Howard Thornton. So the rest of the gang is going to steamroll that shit and it's going to be great. But you're going to hear my voice for now because I'm only going to talk during this portion. So uh, as always, everybody else is back. How's it going? How are you, brother? Hey, everybody. Frank. <laughs> you know, Happy you know me. belated birthday. Filter free since '87. Oh yeah, happy birthday to that piss jug sl- swinging motherfucker, Andrew Fay, all gay. Thank you, gay. thank you. Uh, how's the hangover? How's the liver? How's the hemorrhoids? Uh, it's, it's still intact. <laughs> the hemorrhoids worse than the liver right now. But uh, big thank you to everybody that's listening that it, it gave me some kind of birthday love. I appreciate it. That that means the world to me. I I, I loved every single message or comment or anything that I got. So, you know, good old 34 now. So not near as old as Christy, but. Ah, thanks. <laughs> he, he was so stressed out and overwhelmed by all the birthday wishes that all the strain in his body gave him a hemorrhoid. That's probably what it was. Yeah. yeah. It's like the size of a beer can. If anybody wanted a, a good visual. Mm. <laughs> Nobody wants a visual. Well, they got one anyway. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you got one too. If you know its size of a beer can. <laughs> no, no. But you know, part, part of the brotherhood is sometimes we have to look at each other, you know, just to be like, hey, you should probably go get that looked at. Or, hey, it's no big deal. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> as long as I prevent infection, I'm good. There you go. So I don't want to die. So. Prevent infection, regain erection. Because if I die, this show just goes to shit. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we see how bad the the ratings have plummeted before. <laughs> That's all right. We'll just bring Bindle back. There we go. Yeah. Yes, which I I do want to thank uh, Bindle one more time for stepping in. It yeah, was a fun awesome episode. Job. Listen back to it. So. He did. He did awesome. He was a great fill-in, and we had a, we had a lot of fun talking with him. So, he was very informative and had his own opinion outside of uh, outsiders. And it, it was cool. Yeah, it was nice to know it was a typical episode where you know half of us saw one movie, the other half of us didn't. Uh, yeah, that that was <laughs> that was that was a classic. classic. I tried to make it very clear which movie, but. <laughs> Since Bindle's drunk all the time, he didn't realize which movie I was talking about, even though I told him over and over. And then Farmer's just kind of Farmer. He watches what movies he wants to watch and doesn't watch what he doesn't want to watch. It's just true, you know? I'm just a... I am who I am, you know? <laughs> all right, well, let's hop into the news, shall we? Which, 
before we hop into the news, it has come to my attention that some of the people <laughs> have issues with what I have to say. Well, for one, I give two shits. Two, I get all my info from Blade Disgusting, so take it up with them. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Not really. I mean, I, I try to get the news the best I can. Should I cross-reference? Probably, but I ain't got time for that shit, so I just go with it. So, again, if you, have, time for that. Yeah, if you have issues, take it up with Blade Disgusting. If you have issues yeah. with my facts, take it up with IMDB. You say you're fat? Yes, I am. <laughs> no, but if you're listening, though, and and some of our news maybe not 100% factual or whatever, just message us. Hit us up. And we'll, we'll clarify it the next episode. And or maybe just don't. And then that's cool, too. <laughs> no, we, can, we, can, we can clear there, you know? Yeah, no, if, if you have issues with what we want to say, you know, let us know. We, we want to know. Like that's the point of this. I mean, I mean Farmer may me. want. Not, Farmer doesn't <laughs> care less, even what we have to say. So this is true. This is true. I don't give two shits. I mean, <laughs> to Farmer, everything's a dumpster fire. So. Yep. <laughs> well, not everything. I have tens in there. You do have some tens. <laughs> right? Don't you try to fucking sabotage me like that, you cock snake? <laughs> you sabotage yourself. You're right. Yeah, beastie boys. We're just getting up on farmer episode. Fuck you guys, right? <laughs> it's just some brotherly love. Well, I wasn't even here for half the fucking thing, you know? Alright, so let's move on to this news. Um, did, well, did you guys check news out? like good news. Yes. <laughs> did you guys see this trailer for the Are You Afraid of the Dark TV reboot? What? No. No. So, no. It, it actually looks really good. Like, all new stories from the looks of it. Um, it's going to be on Nickelodeon uh, from the looks of it late at night. Unless huh. they change their minds. But, yeah, it, it, uh, it looks really good. So, you know, rather than getting that movie that we were supposed to, we're still getting a TV show. So, I'm all for it. Alright. Sounds good. Do people still have Nickelodeon? Like, because yep. a lot of people just do, like, streaming now and all that shit. Well, Nickelodeon does have its own streaming channels. does? So. It's everybody. It does. Everyone does. Service now. Fucking Cartoon Network has its own streaming show. Jesus. I'm looking forward to Disney Plus, though. That's going to be the shit. I was like, did you hear news about that? No. From their quarterly meeting? This uh, Bob Eager, the CEO? Is that his name? Bob Seeger? Bob <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, Bob Seeger. You know? Nothing like old-time rock and roll. Um, he came out and said that there's going to be a bundled package that will give you Disney+, Plus, oh, ESPN, and Hulu. All right, since they're all owned by Disney. <laughs> they're all owned by Disney. So. Nice. If it's a bundled package, because I have Hulu live, so I can watch my monthly. Well, Linda. yeah, that's why I have Hulu live. So, um, Hoodoo. yes, Hoodoo. Hoodoo. <laughs> it, it is the knockoff version of Hulu. Because right. Yeah, no, um, right now the package, well, at least with Hulu, is the advertisements and their their lowest tier, pretty much. Yes. You get that part of the ESPN Plus. You know, but they said that after all, all said and done in that package, though, you're only saving five bucks a month, so. It's something. 
But not a nut for me. (laughs) So you're just going to paper it all individually? Yeah, because I'm going to stick to my Hulu Live. Because it's the only streaming service that gives me Fox Sports Oklahoma. (laughs) Get over it. Your Thunder suck! (laughs) They're going to win a few games. Yeah, And I'm going to celebrate like they won the damn championship every single time. So the whole three games you guys are going to win this year. Good luck with that. <clears throat> Just like the Browns. <laughs> yeah, preseason, yeah. not regular season, but yeah. The mm-hmm. horror films have uh, actually been doing really well for a summer with how crowded the box office has been. I saw Crawl's doing, Crawl's like almost five numbers are pretty good. Yeah, Crawl, I think, went to the black. Um, <laughs> you had Child's Play. Um, Annabelle crossed 200 million worldwide. So not as high as what they had hoped, but still, you know. Still, really that's good. way too much for <laughs> Um So you, you figure, what, we got two horror films left of the summer, you know? Uh, scary stories which opened uh well last night as we're recording this sound theaters now as you listen to this yes and um what uh 47 meters which comes out next week as you're listening to this or weekend i keep forgetting about that i haven't even watched the first one yet so (laughs) is it good what are you stupid yeah no it's good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was it's on solid, Netflix, yeah. I think, still. Yeah, it should still be on Netflix. Oh, okay. <laughs> she oh, sounds yeah. so excited to go check it out. <laughs> I mean, there's boobs in the water, and you're probably interested in that. I, I mean, who doesn't love Mandy Moore in a bikini? <laughs> That's a walk to remember, ain't it? Ha <laughs> 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 oh, I missed uh, you guys. Christy, Not really, glasses. but you know. <laughs> oh, Farmer, we missed you though. Did, yeah. did we though? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like each week that passes, the more and more I don't miss Farmer. Oh, great. Yeah, love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself, man. I got offers. <laughs> I got offers. All right, I got offers, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Offers to be a douche somewhere else. Always. Yeah. Now nah, I'm just kidding. I, I love the shit out of you, Farmer. Me and you are the ambiguously gay duo. There we go. Wait, what? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is the way. Uh... <laughs> Can't do inside jokes on the podcast. They don't understand it. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the way. I support them, you know. Support the people. I'm a man of the people, you know? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. part of that there inside were... joke is walking around Texas Frightmare and Farmer Young Gay is the way every time he saw me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll do it again this year. So. Uh, right. uh, I, won't, I won't be attending. Sorry, guys. Shit. Yeah, you are. Nope. Nope. I missed out. I didn't get tickets. You, yeah, you're, you're attending because you owe me a reach round. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you have the the finest rolling rock one could one could ever drink, you know. And I owe you a rare flare chop. So. 
I mean, you already saw you already saw me get chopped. All right, you're all set. But it wasn't by this hand. It wasn't by my hand. It's gotta be by my hand. This powerful left hand of mine. And it's very powerful because I'm very left-handed and I have masturbated a lot since my teenage years. So be ready. Yep. That hand's seen a lot of whacking. Yep. <laughs> seen a lot of whacking and it's coming your way. Yep, okay. Well, here's the segue. Hey, Brian, what's new in the world of news? <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Universal's releasing their umpteenth box set for Alfred Hitchcock. This set actually looks really cool because the box of it is the Psycho House. Oh, nice. I didn't see that. Yeah, so now, is it going to be the majority of his films or yeah, just still a select it, few? No, it's um 15-disc set from his Universal days. So it's one that you can find now still. Like, it has the red velvet uh, box case for it on DVD. What the f***? Gizmo yelping. I didn't do anything to him. Stop abusing your dog, fucker. I know. You're going to start calling people, you know? Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So it's a 15-disc set right now on Amazon, $100. And it's a Blu-ray set. So. Huh. I may do it for the upgrade. But the box Do it for the nookie. Do it for the nookie. <laughs> so you can take that cookie. And stick it up here. Yeah! That, and uh, Universal Halloween Horror Nights have announced two more mazes that they're doing. Us. Yes. Yes. They can have his orgasm that Jordan Peele's Us is going to be a maze. Stupid. But then they also announced Chris Show will have a maze in L.A. Fucking Christy finally talked shit for the first time in 20 episodes, and it was <laughs> towards <laughs> me. It was towards you. Boo. Boo you. <laughs> no. A bunch of haters passing around the haterade in this group. <laughs> what? You know what? No, because I backed you up on the movie. Yeah, I yeah, think you it's live us. I'm just talking. In I think it's stupid that it's having a fucking maze. That is stupid. Well, yeah, like how would they do a maze based off of us? Exactly. Is it gonna be a bunch of tethered people? <laughs> it's gonna be a bunch of people just holding hands across the fucking theme park. That's what it's gonna be. Hands across America. Did I, don't you know. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but I would totally do it because. Motherfucking us. I am down. Fuck all y'all hate us. You can sit there and flutter your eyes all you want, Christy. But... <laughs> God damn. I'm used to yelling at Farmer about being a hater. Now I'm going to yell at Christy. Good. Share the wealth. Exactly. So yeah, that, that was all I had for news. But since we're talking news, we're going to talk about all the cons we still got coming up because there's a lot yeah a lot you say a lot so i mean we we did say how we have texas frightmare for next year this year though there's still a lot of dates for these conventions going on so anyone going to them we're, we're running down this list i will put the list up on the page as well but um, September 6th, 7th, 8th, 
Christie and Nightmare Toys will be at Horror Hound Weekend in Indianapolis. What guests they got there? They got the Scream reunion got, and right. They got the Scream. Uh, Pee Wee Herman will be there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lord, I can't remember right now. I know like David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Rose McGowan, all them. Calm down, Farmer. <laughs> I think Jackie Earl Haley's going to be there too. I believe. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, September 12th through the 15th, Christy and Nightmare Toys again will be at Scarefest in Lexington, Kentucky. Yep. Uh, there will be David Howard Thorne, who we will have later. Uh, who else is going to be there? I have no idea. I can't remember. I can't remember who else can't will remember. be there. Either. They're all meshing together with me. Okay, so Christy <laughs> is really bad at this. Got it. I know I'm bad at this. Uh, October thir- uh, 11th through the 13th, she will also be at Days of the Dead in Dallas. I know the big one being the Night of the Demons reunion, yeah. which I'm kind of pissed I'm going to m- be missing it, but me and Farmer will be on the other side on the East Coast doing Rock and Shock in... Uh, Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yes. Uh, there right now, we have Felissa Rose, who just signed on, which I'm so excited to meet, see her again, because she's an absolute sweetheart. Uh, yeah. You got Bruce Campbell there. You got the Ladies of Evil Dead there. Uh, the original. The, the original. Uh, Kenny Johnson of Bates Motel and Sons of Anarchy will be there. Uh, they got a Kane bunch Hot of people. Hotter. Kane Hodder is going to be there. Um, Ray Adrian Weiss. King. Who? Adrian King from fucking uh, oh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, nice. I like uh, to make Ray, her. Yeah, Ray Weiss. Uh, Ray Weiss, I would make a beeline towards. I love Ray I Weiss. Say, he's yeah. going to be there. Finn. Sherilyn Finn and um, Cheryl Lee from Vampires. All of them from Twin Peaks will be there. Um, then November, what was it, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, Christy will be at Days of the Dead Chicago, mm-hmm. correct? Do they have Where any she names? she says she's quote-unquote yeah. from. Do what? <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> Do they have any names for that? We uh, need a sh- no, we need, a, we need a shirt that has Christy's face on it that says, Do what? Because that's been the theme <laughs> for 20 episodes now. <laughs> Look at you, Jesus fuck, um, <laughs> And the Soska sisters will be there. Oh, so be Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, well, look at you busting out some wrestling names. <laughs> well, I know who Sergeant Slaughter is. <laughs> well, of that booty. <laughs> also on that date, I am proud to announce we will have a table here in Menor, Ohio at Dark Xmas. Yay. Names will be announced here this weekend, and I will get those posted up. So I'm very excited about it. The last convention they had was uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre reunion and Sleepaway Camp reunion. So I'm expecting some good names. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, we expect you to do some work there for us, String. I'm going to. It's going to be lots of works with all these conventions. 
Yep. See, that's another thing that I've got messages. Oh, uh, I was just saying, Funko Pop is about to release. God damn it, they shut the fuck up, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Funko Pop is going to be releasing a whole line of the Office Pops, so I'm very excited about that. They're already out. <laughs> no, but they have a whole. They're making a whole new set. Oh, because my hot topic um, had a bunch of brand new Office Pops. Along with Office Space and Simpsons and a bunch of other shit. Yeah, well, they got Prison Mike, so I'm all about Prison Mike. <laughs> prison Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, with the purple bandana. They need a uh, professor. What's the What's the fat character he does in, in the Office? Oh man, <laughs> I, don't <want> one. <laughs> I don't want one of those. <laughs> the hell was that character's name? I don't know. That was great. Professor Clump. <laughs> but that's uh, that's strictly straight. Okay, I don't know. I do love The Office, though. And I saw that there's, the, like, a lot of these conventions are getting people from The Office. Like, uh, you got the you got the negative black dude. That's a, Stanley. Uh, Stanley, yeah. That always does his puzzles. And you got Oscar. You got Creed showing up a bunch of a lot of conventions. So there's, there's a whole, like, uh, round of uh, Office going on which is pretty cool that are showing up at horror conventions too which is weird but i guess they know that people that love horror also watch the office i don't know. well um the actor that was creed is actually the villain in culture shock oh really i didn't know yeah. that there's okay. beast battle star galactica <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> michael michael <laughs> that's the best opening segment uh of the whole series i think this is when Jim is is copying off of Dwight, and I can say what this because he. What bear is best? <laughs> Black bear, false. See, we got crickets right now, but I'm pretty sure people that listen also listen <laughs> or watch The Office too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, then moving on, unless we have any other news. No, but uh, what I was trying to say earlier, when me and Farmer kept talking over each other and told me to shut the fuck up, uh, I, I've had I've had a couple of random messages too saying that they'd love for any of us to to narrate at cons. I'm like, well, stay tuned because hopefully someday we can do that. But because one person said uh, that they love our style, how we're just very unorthodox and not trying to be professional about it, and they want us to go into interviews like that. I'm like, well, I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I am. <laughs> but that would still be cool <laughs> if we can go in. Hey, shut the fuck up. You're giving away our secrets. Uh, secrets. Shh. Nobody heard Shit. that. Shush. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we right. Continue. 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 Phaseism. Continue. So they, they oh, want us to moderate panels? Yeah, the people want us to moderate panels because we are going to do more than just uh, your typical questions like, what was it like playing this character and all this stuff? And like, yo, did you get drunk with any of these people? Or uh, how many people did you bang on set? <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> well, I guess that would all come down to the conventions, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, <clears> we, much, we... How many how much drugs were done, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think <laughs> we... It's obvious we would love to do panels anywhere we're at, mm-hmm. but it, at that point, it's 
you know, up to the convention where now we get to do them. I think we would do a better job at Texas Frightmare than the people that they got. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I said it. Look at their string. Dig it, string. I, I said yeah. it. <laughs> like, the, who is the one guy that did the Halloween panel last year? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's those guys because obviously small, they're right? like big deals or whatever, but they're not big deals. They work for fucking theaters. <laughs> <laughs> like the moderator there worked for the Alamo, which, yeah, I get they're a sponsor, but I mean, other people can moderate, you know, isn't that like the whole point? Right. Yeah. I mean, we want the hard hitting questions. Right? I mean, hell, let, let's get Faye up there with Joe Bob and just let him drink beers and bullshit. <laughs> Let's have some fun. That'd be the best moderation ever. (laughs) Me and Joe Bob just like being drunk on stage. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure he was drunk last year anyway, so. He was. (laughs) That's why when I fucking met him, he he was kind of already waving in the wind a little bit and didn't have much to say when I got to meet him. Yeah, he wasted all the good surprises on somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love the show. Hopefully everybody that listens to this, they, they, your favorite podcast is Outsiders Horror Podcast. <laughs> yes, message Texas Frimer and tell them you want us to be moderators at one of their panels. We don't care which one it is. Even if it's in a little small like Maverick Room or whatever that is? Yeah, it might be the small room. I don't care. <laughs> Just let us have some fun with it. Right? We would we'd totally kill that. Because we'd have Asshole Farmer... Drunk me, string with all the hard hitting questions, and then Christy just being all pretty. And just be just sitting there laughing. Sitting there laughing. Every time we say something stupid, Christy's like, oh my god, I'm not associated with these people. <laughs> just sit there and go, do what? Do what? Do what? <laughs> yeah, farmer's just gonna come out, get the crowd pumped, dumpster fire. Mm hmm. Yep, you called it. <laughs> this is all yeah. bullshit. We're never going to be invited. <laughs> he, he's going to ban us for life. <laughs> okay, so we we got a movie to talk about tonight, right? Well, uh, am I going to be under assumption I'm the only one that watched our shit? Am I, am I right about that? Because if I am, I'm not even going to deal with it. Oh, I just watch watches? Yeah, I didn't watch yeah, we know you don't watch shit, Christy. <laughs> I didn't. I don't have time right now. <laughs> this is why I need to keep my notebook next to my bed because I did watch movies this week, but I'm fucking drawing a blank because I'm drinking beer. What the fuck did I watch this week? I don't fucking remember. So yeah, I didn't okay. write them down because I was worried about writing anything. Questions. I'm just looking forward to the overrated pick of the week, and then we can move on. <laughs> okay, well then, hold on. Let, let me get my movies out of the way, and Faye can do his overrated pick of the week with his whole echoey microphone thingy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, first movie I saw, surprise, surprise, not horror, but Hobbs and Shaw, fucking amazing. Was it? I oh, really? Wait. It was. It is, it is like their take on Lethal Weapon. Like, it, it is funny, and some of the surprises that they put in it, like, I wasn't even expecting. And it, it definitely worth checking out. Well, I'm a huge fan of the whole entire Fast franchise. I really am. 
I know I get shit on a lot, but no, I, I, I love it too. I, I, I love it too. too. Yeah. My only gripe is that this one didn't connect to Fast Nine at all. So, but was it supposed to? I mean, I I, w- I would think with it being part of the franchise, it would, but it didn't. So, but it, it it's still really good. Um, so it was still it's, it was its own movie. It really didn't. Yeah, connect like, like any dots yeah, or anything like that. Um, no, like it kind of picks up after um fate of the furious where (laughs) isn't that what it is fate of the furious oh fate of the furious i thought they said fey i was like yeah fate of the furious i'm fate of the furious (laughs) shirts coming soon a a drunken tale (laughs) (laughs) oh no it's um rock and statham like picking up their you know jabs at each other again it, it was good. Definitely check it out. Um, next one I have, um, surprisingly first time watch, was House 4. I thought I saw it and never did. So, it's um, a does very... Does it fit in with that franchise? It does, it, it does not. No. Other, than, other than the um, William Cat coming back, it, it, it could be its own movie. I, I think this one fit in better than what House... Um, what the horror show did, which was technically House Three. Yeah. Um. But it, it wasn't bad. I mean, House Two, it, the second story is the shit. House One's good. House Two, the second story though. House Two is them. the best out of the franchise. Oh like, my god, y'all! What, <laughs> what you got? What you got to uh, say, Chris? What you got to say? About <laughs> That's wrong. Wrong answer. <laughs> the wrong right answer. That says the one that doesn't ever. watch anything ever. Uh, <laughs> is House One your favorite? Part Two. I've never been a big fan of Part Two. She doesn't like the caterpillar dog because she doesn't yeah. like dogs. Caterpillar dog. I don't know. I think it's a bit stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I don't know. I like the first one better. Okay. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, the last... <laughs> He's not confrontational at all. Nope. <laughs> You're really not. <laughs> You're too sweet. And that's, that's Sorry. <laughs> Until it comes to the farmer where he's like, fuck you, no, fuck you. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Do what? Do what? Do what? Huh? I tell you uh, what. And then the last one I watched was Terrified, not to be confused with the one we're doing tonight uh this one is a 2017 argentinian film that's actually on shutter very good right yeah i've been meaning to watch that because i hear a lot of great things is it subtitled it is okay it's kind of why maybe i've been kind of avoiding it which yeah there so we we had a backup plan because this one didn't come up tonight i had chose two movies one of the movies we will do later down the line. The other one we are not fucking touching at all because it was a straight <laughs> up dumpster fire. Let's be positive every once in a while, people. Come Which, on now. <laughs> you know, no, I, I can respect people. You know, taking their time. You know, they, you know, they work hard for what they try to make. This one, pure garbage. Pure like- garbage. Like all of it, the 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 filmmaking, the acting, all of it. Um, I will give it the cinematography because it was shot very good. The story, complete dog shit. 
All right, now uh, on to Faye's pick of the week. No, 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 no. It can't be done like that. Come on, Faye. Come on, Faye. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We got, we got to do the Shane McMahon hand raise. Hold on here. <laughs> <laughs> the overrated pick of the week. Boom. <laughs> I love that option on my microphone, by the way. That thing is fucking cool. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, I'm going to go. That's one that's, like, it's still kind of underground, but has a following. I don't understand why, but it's a movie called Drive Through. It's about another like killer clown that kills people at a fast food restaurant. All right, now you're going too far. Fuck you, Faith. Drive Through is amazing. See, I knew I was gonna get somebody. <laughs> it turns out to be one of my buddies. <laughs> but I, I mean, I was gonna go uh, the original It, but we're gonna save that for another episode. I was. I feel like we should save that <gasps> when we do <laughs> It yeah. in a couple yeah. weeks here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna say that. But yeah, drive through. I mean, yeah, it has a it has a big fall. If you want a, a cool like uh, clown movie, uh, Stitches, I like that that one. Stitches is a great one. one. I, like I love that one. I had so much fun watching that movie. Drive through on the hand, yeah, not so not so much. And I even worked. I even worked fast food. <laughs> you broke my heart. You and farmer. Farmer, farmer have you seen drive through? I've never seen it. Who's in it? Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody like named. I don't it. think it was anyone well known. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people love it though, so I'll check it out and have your own opinion about it. Because obviously, I don't like it. String does like it, so you know, watch it. Christy, have you seen Drive Through? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't heard of it actually. Have you been through a drive-thru? Yes. Wow. Actually, I've heard of. This, this is how long it's been since I've actually seen it, because all of them are actually kind of somewhat known names now. So you had uh, Leiden Meester. Also, hold on, Brian, I'm going to have to cut you off, because you for, you forgot a piece of news. You forgot that uh, there's going to be a third Tales from the Hood movie. That, that, that's not news, because it's going to be crap, just like Part 2 was. Yeah, Part 2 was a piece of shit, which was very unfortunate, because I love Part 1. The shit. So good. So good. But Part 2, yeah, I was very disappointed. And I, and I love uh, Keith David, and so I had high hopes for that. But Tales from the 2, no. Not, not, not even, because it's an anthology, not a single story in that movie was... Even worth even like watching on YouTube or anything like that. I don't. Piece of shit. Dumpster fire for sure. And I don't try to throw movies in dumpster fire, but <laughs> that one, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to butcher all these names from this movie, but I don't care. Um, so drive through. You had uh, Leiden Meester. Meester. Uh, Meester, you were the first time. Meester. Yeah. From Gossip Girl. Uh, Nicholas DeGosto, who was in Fired Up and Final Destination 5? That, was that the one with the bridge? Oh my god, those, those blend in after part 3 for yeah. me. Uh, Alora Hardin from The Office. Who is she in The Office? Uh, Jan. I don't know, she is. Okay. Um, you had Larry Joe Cable, who's a really funny comedian. Um, he was on um, 
according to Jim, and he was in Hall Pass, and that's what's cool about uh, Stitches is the 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 killer clown in that he's actually a stand-up comedian yeah. in that. Uh, you have Penn uh, Badly, also from Gossip Girl, I think. And so, then you get Gossip Girl's Step- fans. I didn't I mean to Stepfather, <laughs> Easy A, John Tucker Must Die, um, Morgan Spurlock. It was, it was, he's the one that does all the documentary supersize me and ah uh, there we go okay so you had him and um it looks like it <laughs> but it still it was recognizable faces and names like yeah oh um, and uh sean uh whalen isn't it oh yeah yeah he always makes appearance in every single horror movie out there he's the sam jackson of horror movies you leave the guy alone. I love Sean Whalen. Got to meet him a couple years ago. Great dude. Love the yeah. guy. Yeah. Idle hands, baby. Idle hands all day. Love idle hands. So we we will agree to disagree on the movie, good sir. <laughs> we always, some of us, we we never agree, and that's that's another thing that people love is that we don't all agree the same thing on any movie. I think That's the we're gonna start moderating some fucking Q and A's, man. We're gonna start hosting. Yeah. Because one of us will, you know, just start blurting out during the interview, "Fuck you and fuck this movie." All right. And we should sure moderate our, our friend David Howard Thornton, so we can hear Farmer's take on it. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? Let, let Let's get into that, shall let's, we? Let's, let's jump into Terrifier. Let, let's right. Terrifier. You came, we saw, I cried. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a weird dramatic? Yeah, I just I just lost it halfway through. I just you know what else did you say? You know, yeah. it's over. Yeah, let, let, let's write this, and then that way we could get into our interview. <clears throat> All right, I give it an eight. Nice. Okay. Strength. Uh, I gave it a six point five. Uh, I'm gonna go, um, like, it, it lacked, because since it was based on Halloween and stuff like that, I wanted more, like, you know, Halloween feel to it, with, like, pumpkins and shit like that. Um, but from the limited budget and lack of story and stuff like that, they still did a great job of suspense, tension, all that stuff, and David Howard Thornton killed it as art, so I'm gonna go 8.5. And now we're on to this shit talker. Yeah. One point five. Okay. Is there why? And yeah, what what's the reason for the one point five? Um, I I just didn't like it. It was uh, it was kind of like a slow burn for a majority of it. I didn't really care for the clown character. I didn't really give a shit about it. I uh, I just thought it dragged. And uh, yeah, I didn't find it to be uh very appealing or exciting. I think it was just another low-budget horror indie, like indie. That's all it was. I didn't find anything special about it. But it's not a dumpster fire. That's why I get the at the point five. So it, it's not in the dumpster fire. Not in the dumpster fire. Well, I can accept that. Well, I mean, isn't anything below four technically dumpster fire? Wasn't that that's our rating? Terrible. No, no, that's not no. true. No, 
Because Pet Cemetery, that was a one. And you said it was a dumpster fire. Right. This thing gets a 1.5, so therefore it's not in the dumpster. <laughs> not quite in the dumpster. It escaped I, the dumpster by a half a point. Okay. I, for some reason, I thought anything two or below was dumpster fire. So my mistake. So one in a hizzy for shizzy. One in a hizzy for shizzy. Right. What about David's pharmacist, though, Farmer? I mean, I don't know. You know, well, I don't want to talk about his performance. Let's just stop talking, and he'll talk about his performance. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And now for our feature presentation. Hey everyone, you are listening to the Outsiders of Horror, and we are with David Howard Thornton from Terrifier, and he plays Art the Clown. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Yes, thank you, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, pleasure's <laughs> all ours, for sure. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah you've been you've been a busy man this this last year yeah yeah just a little bit i can't complain too much hopping around from con to con yeah how is the con experience going for you this last year that's been awesome i love it this is a great way to travel and just meet people and just you know it's like it's almost like a party every weekend for me so i'm like woohoo <laughs> yeah. got any yeah. like cool like uh fan stories that, that you've met Oh, gosh, it's like, yeah, I mean, I've met some awesome fans. I'll say that, you know, it's like I met a lot of good friends, you know, because there are some some of my fans like come to like multiple conventions, too. So it's like they've almost become like family. So we like we just go out and have dinner afterwards and stuff like that. Like when I was down in Knoxville, it's like three of my different con families were at the same con. So we all just got dinner together one night. That was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but I say is it. To where you're messaging the con saying, hey, we want to do this, or are they coming to you saying, we would like to have you? I think it's a little bit of both. I have a manager that does all that for me, so he just tells me, hey, we're going to this con. I'm like, great. <laughs> have you had a favorite con? That you oh, gosh. I don't know if I can say. I, like, they've, all, they've all been pretty cool in their own way. It's just... Is like I've enjoyed like the Days of the Dead, Mad Monster Party, all that kind of stuff. Even like the smaller cons have been pretty cool. Like there's one we had in Gettysburg, and it was, there, it was the Pop Rock and Horror Convention. It was their very first one, and they had no idea how it was going to go, and it ended up just being a really fun one. We had a big bonfire one night, had karaoke, all that kind of stuff. So it was a big, huge party. So I can't complain. <laughs> so what con have you, you got, any, uh, got next? Yeah. Ah, yeah. My next one, I have to look. <laughs> Let me pull up my schedule real quick because I always forget. I know it's it's in September, but I have like a a break this month for once, so I'm just like woohoo. 
<laughs> I hear you. <ya. laughs> yeah, it's it's. I've been gone going nonstop since like you know last fall basically. So I'm like, oh, this is nice having a little bit of a break. So let's see. My next one is Crypticon Minneapolis on September 6th through 8th. Then the week after that, I do Scarefest in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, uh, that's 13. funny because yeah. Christy and Imer Toys will be there as well. Oh, well, look at that. Yep, Scarefest. Can't wait. Yeah. Then I'm doing a Steel City Nerd Con up in uh, Canada on uh, September 28th and 29th. And then I'm doing Scaricon in Rochester, New York in um, mid-October, right before we start filming Terrifier 2. So it's pretty good. Nice. Good. Busy yeah. September. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one week I have off, I'm taking myself on a cruise, too. So I'm like, I figured it's well-deserved. I haven't had a vacation in about 10 years where I could actually just – when it's not family-related. I don't consider anything with family to be a vacation. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm going to – I got to take myself on a vacation. I'm going to take myself on a cruise. So I'm going to Bermuda for four days. So I'm like, oh, dang. Yeah. That should be fun. Out for that triangle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll make news if that happens. <laughs> we be in costume for a lot of these cons. Um, Scaricon, I will be because uh, I only do the costume if Damien's invited, and Damien is right now waist deep in all this pre-production stuff for uh, Terrifier Two. So he can't really get away to do cons every weekend right now. So yeah, some things come first. <laughs> Did you have any input on the costume or the look of Art the Clown or? Nah, man. That was all Damien because yeah, he Art was first seen in All Hallows Eve. Right. So Damien, and that was a different actor that played him. His name was uh, Michael Gianelli. And so, you know, the, the the look for the character was always set, but they, they wanted me to be a little bit more gaunt in the face and stuff like that. That's why they wanted tall, skinny guy. Because okay. Mike, Mike really wasn't a skinny guy. He was like a regular-sized dude. And yeah, it seemed a little bit different to yeah. me, the, yeah. the look. So, okay, yeah. Yeah, Damien wanted more of a skeletal type of gaunt look to art, which is, I, I guess he's, he's, you know... A little bit different from most horror villains that you see, especially from slashers, who are usually big, huge, hulking guys and stuff like that. So, I think it works in that way. How did uh, you get involved with the project? I, I just came across a random audition notice on online, and they were looking for a tall, skinny guy that has like clowning or physical comedy experience for the quote unquote quote the role of a lifetime. So I was like, this is perfect because I already knew the character because I had seen All Hell is Eve. So I was like, oh my god, yes, I have to play him. <laughs> I was like, it, um, it said that. You were miming at the time? Is that true? No, no, I, I was not miming. I don't know where that got started. <laughs> I've never been a mime. Never. I, no, no, no. I was like, it's like, good mimes, no. <laughs> now I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from mimes. They're going to be yelling at me. Oh, wait, they won't be. <laughs> be like, no, I'm pretty sure the clowns in the woods already took care of all that. So oh, yeah. You're in the uh, clear. Yeah, yeah, because you know, if a uh, if a tree falls in a mime in a forest, who's gonna care? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, no, I did a lot of like uh, physical comedy growing up. I did a lot of children's theater there in Huntsville with uh, Fantasy Playhouse Children's Theaters. If you're, you're familiar with them, 
Christy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, so that's where I, you know, cut my teeth and everything. And, you know, kids are more into, like, physical humor instead of verbal humor. So they they love that physical comedy, a lot of slapstick. So I did a lot of that growing up, and I just kind of evolved that and put that all into art. Well, you're also familiar with uh, voice acting, too, like, a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying well, to get more to that. Doing my little uh, research, I came across the video, 110 Impressions in 9 Minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was very bored as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just found ways to entertain myself. It was like, you know, I, I would just, like, do little voices for all my action figures. Or I was like, when I learned, like, Mel Blanc did all the voice for the, the Looney Tunes when I saw Who Framed Dr. Rabbit, I was like, I would love to be able to do something like that. So I just kind of self-taught myself how to do all these voices. And... It just kept going, just kept snowballing all after all those years. I do like over 200 of them now, so it's just like, yeah. Do you have a favorite impression that you do? Ah, <laughs> oh, God. I, I would say the one that I was really known for, especially back in the day in Alabama, was my Barney Fife. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me sad because a lot of people don't know who Don Nazi is anymore. And I'm like, oh, no. And it's like, it's like how do you not? Oh, Andy! You know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, how do you not know who I am? Mr. Tripper? <laughs> Are you one of those? That's, I know you got, you're living with those two ladies up there, and I don't know if I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, the whole video was pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It was, it was, awesome. I like Swedish <laughs> Chef myself. Oh, yeah, he's fun. <laughs> right. And you burn in, you burn everything do it. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be my Halloween costume this year. So that was impressive. Oh, how much fun! How much fun! They have a um here in Queens. They at the Mo- Museum of the Moving Image. They have a big Jim Henson exhibit there, and they have his puppet there. And so what what's really cool is they um they have human hands coming out of him, and they were molded o- off of uh, f- um Frank Oz's hands. Which is- so yeah so they look realistic so it's like oh it's like oh that's why it looks real because it's molded off of frank oz so um how, how would you get prepared for art so like heath when he did joker he looked at a lot of twisted fucked up stuff so like how, how would you prepare oh well i really didn't have to look at a lot of twisted stuff i guess you could say i'm like i i I guess i can just dial into that kind of stuff anyway but what i did i i basically just took my love of like silent film actors and great physical comedians and just mashed that up with my love of really great villains especially great horror villains like freddy krueger and well joker even i put a little little bit of joker in there and i just kind of like mashed all that together in my head and that's how i came up with my version of art because i wanted him to you know be a little bit different from everybody else but also have little bits and like little bits of uh little bits of every other slasher in him as well he, i, I kind of look at, at him as a love letter to the slasher genre i mean he's like you know he's got you know a lot of freddy krueger in him with especially with the humor especially a little bit of freddy and chucky i guess you could say with the humor i mean you got the the silent killer aspects with you know mike myers and jason Voorhees. you have that that sickness with you know wanting to torture people like you know i i guess you could say pinhead a little bit of like the the cannibalistic nature to him from you know um leather face wearing the the 
the skin and stuff like that too. So well, there's a little bit of everybody in him, I would say. Well, I have a, a a listener question from Hannah, who is a cosplayer. So naturally, her question was, <laughs> "How is it being in the makeup for long periods of time, and does it ever become uncomfortable after so long?" Oh yeah, that, that takes a while to put all that on. It takes about when we're filming. It took about three hours, three to four hours, sometimes longer, because Damien would have to like leave me to go set up shots or go film stuff or whatever. So that that was long period. We've got it down to about two and a half hours now. But I mean, the makeup itself isn't that bad. It's very light, and you know, it's it's all glued to my skin, so it doesn't. I, it, I forget that I'm wearing it. And it allows for that free range of movement. So, I mean, that was fine. It was, I would say more of the contacts were annoying, more annoying than anything else, having to wear those things. Because my eyes are very sensitive to things being in them. So I, I had to get used to that. I'm going to have to get used to it again this fall. But, you know, you deal. The teeth were a little bit cumbersome at times because it's hard to talk in them. And they made me drool like crazy. So they had to keep retouching my makeup around my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So was it difficult to eat with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's probably, um, there's, I, I think Jenna probably has a video of me somewhere. She or Catherine, they filmed me trying to eat pizza with a knife and fork one night <laughs> while I'm in full costume makeup because I'm trying to be very dainty and trying not to mess up my makeup. So I'm just like, it, it, it felt like a sin because you're not supposed to eat pizza with a knife and fork. <laughs> I was just like, I, I've always made fun of people that did that and I had to do that. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> it's like putting like, pineapple on that bitch. Oh, uh, they, they were laughing their heads off at me because I'm trying to like just maneuver it around my mouth. I'm like, just... <laughs> <laughs> they needed so some kind of like, you know, Victorian era like music. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do while I was eating or something like this because I was just being so prim and proper. <laughs> so. Obviously, that's probably the worst part. What was the best part of making the movie? I mean, oh, God. other than you having a job, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think just being having those scenes where I could just play around and do things that were just fun. You know, just like like the diner scene was a lot of fun for me. Yeah, I, I got to play around a lot with that. I mean, Damien gave me a lot of room to just play around with the character and discover some new, like, things that weren't necessarily written in the script. So... That, I think that was what was the most fun part for me. I'm glad he gave you that free range because you, you crush it. I mean, oh, thank you. Thank everybody you. says how creepy you are. Even people that aren't exactly fan of the movie themselves, they still say that you were one scary son of a bitch. In the <laughs> I think I we needed a new character. We needed a new horror character, and you gave us that. So, yeah. Uh, obviously, we there's a mass following for it. Yeah, well, I'm glad. <laughs> it's, I think we needed a new slasher genre, uh, not a slasher genre, but new slasher uh, villain. Yeah, it's, it's like they just keep on rehashing the same ones over and over again, and like anytime they try to bring in someone new, it's just another guy wearing a mask that's silent and just cocks his head to the side. There's never any real characterization to them whatsoever. So it's just like they're just boring cookie cutter villains. It's like we needed something new and fresh and. I, I think it. I think the reason why this worked is because Damien himself is a huge, huge horror fan. Probably the biggest one I've ever known. I mean, he grew up like watching horror films. He's named after Damien from The Omen. <laughs> He's literally like that's who his mom named him after. So like, wow. So he he has that love of the genre. So he he was making the kind of character he wanted to see. Yeah. 
Well, what about you? Did you did you always grow up watching horror films? Not really. No, I I was a late bloomer to that because my mom was a big chicken when it came to horror films. She thought The Fall of the House of Usher was the scariest movie she had ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've seen that movie, you're like, oh come on. <laughs> it's one of Vincent Price's best movies. Oh, it is, but it's it, by today's standards, it's not scary at all. It's just like, oh, this is it's it's entertaining, but not scary. But my mom was terrified of that movie when she saw it. So we, we never watched horror films in my house. And it wasn't until my senior year of like um, high school when Scream 2 came out. I was doing a, a show at the time and the whole cast wanted to go out and see Scream 2. And there was this girl in the cast I had a crush on. So I'm like, okay, I can't be a chicken. <laughs> I got to go show up. And I loved it. I had so much fun. I think Scream was a good way to like bring me into the the genre and stuff like that because it kind of intro yeah yeah because it kind of pokes fun at the genre in its own way it's like a, it's, it's itself a love letter to the genre so yeah so that and after that like my next year in college my my roommate chad and i what we he he came from a very um innocent background i would say he came he was raised southern baptist and he had not even seen a boob until he was my roommate in college he like found all my playboy issues he's like oh my god that's what they look like (laughs) i interrupted him (laughs) phase like that every week so it's okay oh yeah (laughs) yeah so like we we went out we're like we got to make up for lost time so we would go out to the movie gallery off campus and like uh rent a stack of tapes and just watch them all weekend oh yeah that's the way to do well, it. What is your favorite horror movie? I don't have a favorite favorite, but my top five, I would say, in no particular order, are Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, um, uh, Exorcist, The Omen, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, and Halloween. All different in their own ways, too, yeah. which is kind of cool. There's just so many good movies that came out in the 70s and 80s that were horror films. Yes, there were. <laughs> what's your take on the remake reboot because we always have this discussion every episode and this in a way is kind of a reboot of all hallows eve for that yeah. segment so how do how do you feel about that well yeah i mean like for us i mean art was never when they did all hallows eve art wasn't supposed to be the main character so he was just like a you know he was kind of like how annabelle was and like uh what was a conjuring or whatever and so but everybody liked the character and that that there was that demand like everybody's like hey we want a film just of this character and that's why they decided to make Carefire. so i i guess it is a reboot in a way but or more of a spin-off in a way than because they made all hallows eve too and then we're not even associated with that film at all well, that's all right. That one was garbage, anyway. Was I, I didn't. I didn't even see it. It's I, didn't see it. I was just like, eh, eh. Because at first they tried to even use art on their box art, and Damien's like, uh, no. But it stopped to that shit. Yeah, they put a uh, like a pumpkin or a jack o' lantern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Damien confronted them. It's like you are absolutely not using art to sell your movie. It's like, no, no, no. But um. But as for remakes or reboots and stuff like that, it, it depends. It depends if they're done well. It's because, like, like, you know, like when they try to do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, as great as an actor Jackie Earl Haiti is, 
He's not Robert England. They're they're just to, they're totally different type of actors. And he, I I think also the script in that was just a lot more serious than, you know, Freddy should be in a way. And it just didn't work out. And it was like, but you know, like the new Halloween, I I enjoyed it. I wasn't blown away by it. But I enjoyed it. I have I've enjoyed the new It remakes. So I'm like, okay, I'm excited to see part two. So, you know, we'll see. But I think they're just doing too many remakes or reboots right now because it seems like Hollywood has run out of ideas. Yeah, they they said creativity died in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's even hard for us because, like, when we're trying to come up with kills for uh, Terrifier, we're like, okay, I'll come up with a kill and tell Damien. I was like, oh, no, that was done in this obscure horror film. I'm like, son of a bitch what (laughs) simpsons did it yeah yeah it's like damn it god okay how how can we do anything new because you know back in the 70s and 80s there there were so many because there's so much untapped territory there now it's just like okay how do we do something new (laughs) and i think that's what's happening especially in mainstream you know hollywood it's like they really don't because you know, the people making those, especially the ones writing them, usually aren't true horror fans, I would say. They're more like just the studio people are like, hey, we want to bring that back this character here, just write a script for it and stuff, some being passionate about it. So I, I think that's probably why some of these remakes and reboots haven't worked as well is because the people making them are not the fans. If you put the right. fans in charge of making it, then that's when you get the better product. I mean, I look at like the DC movies versus the Marvel movies. It's like, you know, the, the Marvel movies are made by people that truly love the source material. Right, yeah. They yeah. stick to it as much as possible. Yeah. There's that love behind it. It's like the DC ones are just like, okay, well, let's just do another Batman movie. Well, I'm sorry, we actually joked about that a couple episodes to where now DC is bringing in all these horror directors mm-hmm. to do the films. And yep, they actually that. are really good. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's like yeah, like I actually enjoyed Aquaman. I was like that was a fun film. I'm like, okay, yes, now this is what you need to be doing. Quit trying to be so dark and serious and brooding. I'm like that might work for Batman, but not Superman. Yeah. It's like you don't do that for Superman or Flash or anybody like that. That's Batman. That's that's, I mean, they even joke on Batman in the comics because he's dark and brooding. He's like, dude, cheer up. (laughs) Superman's full of morals and values and all that stuff. Can't make his movies dark. Plus, you know, they they also try to just shoehorn and rush everything in at the into one movie. So it's like you know, look at BVS. They they try to take four main huge story arcs from the comics. And put it in one movie. And I was like, my God, no. Really? Especially the whole death and return of Superman. Let's like, just shoehorn that whole point in the last 30 minutes of the film with, you know, Doomsday and all that. I'm like, oh, God. But let's not show Doomsday's real backstory where he was this basically a clone that got brought back to life over and 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 he remembered all of his past lives so that pain was still there and he just got stronger each time and he and his hatred got stronger each time so like when he came down and escaped on earth he went plowing through the whole entire justice league until he got to superman and they had that grudge match with each other and it was like, that was great, but they took the time, you know, that took like a year in the comics to develop that whole aspect of the character, and they were just building up to it. You know, this one, they just like, oh, we'll just put him in the last 30 seconds and make him look like a Ninja Turtle. 
It really pissed me off. They made him a clone of Zod and um, in Lex Luthor, the, the worst Lex Luthor I've ever seen, too. So it was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, God, that pissed me off. I'm like, that is not Lex Luthor. It's like, it's like, what are you? I see that one. <laughs> you don't, don't. Okay. I was like, yeah, I am. It's like Jesse Eisenberg is a great actor, but he was he's not right for Lex Luthor at all. Yeah, yeah no disrespect to him, but yeah, he wasn't the right casting no, at all. He but. would have been great for Riddler or someone like that, but not Lex Luthor. My God. No, I'm back onto the original like ideas and kills and stuff like that. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh yeah, the, we were talking the, about Terrifier. Yeah, the, <laughs> the good old uh, vagina splitting scene, oh. the infamous vagina splitting scene. Oh, I, yeah. I feel that was pretty pretty new, at least well, oh, from what yeah. I've seen. Art should be an OBGYN. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I was like, who did you enjoy killing more, Catherine or Jenna? Oh, God. <laughs> well, I would say that the, the hacksaw scene, it's a really cool scene to look at, but filming it was a bitch. Because it was extremely cold in that room that night. It was like 20 degrees, and we had no heat in there. So that was especially for Catherine. That, we had to be very serious that night. So that was... We don't let her hang upside down for 30 seconds at a time before we swung her back up. Because it's dangerous to hang upside down like that for too long. Right. So we had to like, do everything really quick. Just like just take short takes on everything. So it wasn't as fun. I couldn't really play around as much as I wanted to. But uh, I So I would say like killing Jenna was a little bit more fun. Plus that felt really badass whipping that gun out and just pow! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh, ooh. I was, how, how many of the uh, bodies did you guys have to go through for Catherine's kill? Because we only like, had one. We only, only had one. one. We only had one, so I had to do it right. <laughs> the first yeah, it, it, it seemed like every cut was like a different angle, so it was like yeah. wondering how many different body casts you guys made. But the only yeah, we had just one. had that one, so they, they would just say, "Okay, just cut down to here and stop." Okay, let's move the camera to this angle. Okay, and keep cutting and then stop. And <laughs> like, okay. Or sometimes we'd just fake cut because we had to go back. And so it's like, oh, look, I'm cutting. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever any shots to where it wasn't you as art? Like if they had to go back and... Oh, yeah. Everything? There's like this... There's maybe one or two, like um, like the the foot stomp. That's actually Damien's foot that's smashing in the skull, because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't there that night. We weren't able to film that that night that we filmed the rest of that scene because of time. So Damien had to do that just on his own. And then um, my 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 stunt double, <laughs> our producer Phil Falcone, who just had heart surgery today too, so he's supposed to be getting out of surgery now, but um. He, he he it's funny because Phil and I are the total opposite body wise. He's a short, chubby, you know, very rotund Italian man, and I'm tall, skinny, beanpole. And but it's like when he he was my stunt double with the the truck going through the uh, the uh, the door because. Okay. He he does, he rigged up the whole system and everything, and he's like, if anybody's gonna drive this truck through this thing, it's gonna be me. I'm gonna risk my life. I don't want anybody else risking their life doing this. And they did that in one take. <laughs> nice. But they yeah. placed a little makeup on him, just to like just like some white paint on his face and a little black dot on his nose, just in case. <laughs> but it's funny because it's, it's such a quick. Quick, quick shot, so you don't really notice it's not me. But yeah, 
Yeah, I understand he was a big part of that movie being made because, from my understanding, your first Indiegogo for the first film wasn't quite successful. So then he filled in, got the producer note for it, and all that. So yeah, that that was all Phil. It was like we we couldn't have been made if it wasn't for Phil. Well, I hope he's. I hope uh, the surgery went well. I I do too. I understand it went pretty well. He he's ha- had some heart problems and stuff like that. So it's. Yeah, we we've been wor- worrying about him because he, he's been out there building sets and everything and like that. And we're like, should Phil be building him s- these sets by himself out in this heat right now? It's like, eh. <laughs> I think his doctor said, no, we're gonna make sure that you're okay. <laughs> so that that truck going through the door like that. Uh, who created that soothing music that came out of the truck radio that you're jamming to? Oh God, um, I don't know. I I I, I can't. Can't remember if it's my cousin's band or not that did that little bit there or not. But like Damien found it somewhere and it totally matched with my snaps. The funny thing was in my head because you know that music wasn't playing, so I had to just have music in my head that I was bopping to. So I had uh, stuck in the middle with use in my head because I was thinking of the whole like scene from Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> so it was like ding ding dude ding ding. So that's what I had going on in my head, and that that whatever Damien found perfectly matched up to the beat of that. So I was like, oh, oh that works. works. Yeah, that's that is cool. That is cool. Would you want to do other horror films in the future? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I'm kind of in talks right now with um, our Fuzz and the Lens guys that were also in our film. They, he was like uh, Mike was the exterminator that I beheaded, and his brother and one of their other um, teammates were the cops that came in at the end. But they have their own film company they do their own films and they, they're about to start doing their own horror franchise and they're looking at me for a, a role in it so we'll see oh, good yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a fun concept i wish i could say more about it but lips are sealed <laughs> <laughs> can you give any to give us any juice on the terrifier sequel yeah yeah i can tell you a little bit but i mean i can't tell you everything of course but i'm like right. this is this one's gonna be you know uh take place right after the first one you know starts off immediately where the first one ended so yeah it's, um it's gonna be a little bit more of a narrative story this time because i know that was one of the complaints some people had with the first one was there, there's not much of a story i'm like yeah there wasn't a lot of story in the jason movies either was there <laughs> right <laughs> but you know we, we've added more of a narrative element to it this time and we're trying to bring in a a, a really good protagonist this time around i think too that we're setting up this character in this one so you know because I, I i look at it this way the joker needs his batman so art needs his version of batman someone that can go toe-to-toe with him okay. nice. so yeah man. and it's going to be a lot more ambitious this time too that's why we needed to raise a little bit more money <laughs> this time around <laughs> yeah congrats on the massive success on that uh indiegogo yeah, every bit's helping because we're still a low-budget indie film, so we don't we don't have a huge Hollywood budget by any means. We don't even have a million-dollar budget, so every dime that we raise from that's going to be helping us out exponentially because we're being a lot more ambitious this time with some of the set pieces and stuff, especially just one scene. Oh my god, <laughs> it's going to be even nuts. more blood. <laughs> oh god, yeah, a lot more bodies in that one scene. So yes, yeah. gonna wear any more boobs in this one? <laughs> No, I can't tell you. <laughs> I was asking for Christy because she loves boobs more than any of us. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, as I say, once you see one boob, you have to see them all. So, yeah. I'm saying, is this one going to be released by Dread Central as well, or is it going to be a different distributor? 
I have no idea yet. It depends. Like, I, I think Dread Central has like a first refusal, but who knows? That that's all out of my hands. So I'm I'm just the actor. <laughs> I show up for the stuff they tell me to show up at. So I, I don't have anything to do with all the behind the scenes drama or any of that kind of stuff. So I. <laughs> well, with all that, like, since the Indigo is so much more like successful than you expected, are you guys going to add more to the film now or? Well, it's like it, not really in that way because we discovered this it was going to be more costly than we were first anticipating, so it worked out perfect. <laughs> oh, okay. So but like, oh, thank God we get out that extra cash. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, we would have had to done some more, like, looking around for investors and stuff like that. So that's the one thing that surprised me. I, I was really surprised that we just didn't have, like, Hollywood studios coming out of the woodwork hunting us down and like hey 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 give us yeah, you, you know. got something here yeah yeah i was like i guess they're lost i i don't know just, but in that same way it gives us more freedom to do what we want to do instead of having to worry about a studio saying you can't do this you can't do that so right. i think that's why a lot of horror films are like uh watered down this day and age because of the studio system Everybody's trying to cut down all the violence and everything. That's why people go into horror films in the first place. You know, it's like the, the horror is that one genre you're not supposed to be pulling back from that stuff. You're supposed to be pushing the envelope, trying to go to new places and trying new things. And yeah, you can't when people little... are like, oh, we want more of a PG-13 because we want to make sure we get teenagers in there. And so like, they'll still find a way to see the movie. <laughs> right. Like just like when we were kids, we still found our ways in to see rated R movies and oh, stuff like yeah. that. They still made a profit, so it's just fine. But I, I don't know. I, I think we're in a weird phase right now with horror films where everybody's trying to. It, it's that phase where it's all a little bit too PC. You know, I understand being PC at times, but like I, I think it's gotten a little bit too ridiculous. People trying to play it too safe, not to offend anybody, and you know, like I said, horror is that one genre you're not supposed to be worrying about that. You're some, that is part of what horror is supposed to do. It's supposed to affect people, you know. So it's like, yeah. So I, I think that's what's going on. It's like people trying to be tone everything down and trying to be a little bit too. I, I guess some of them I've seen have been too pretentious for my taste. Where it's like, oh, look how smart we are, and but it's really not. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do love how uh, horror is starting to be back into that spotlight and be a little yeah. more mainstream. But like you said, it's still also like kind of watered down and stuff. So yeah, your gems are still going to be your indie films. And- yeah, it's like it seems like people have forgotten how to have fun with it. Right. It's usually, it's usually the indie films are the ones that are having fun with it. I was like one of the few the ones that I've seen that's more mainstream that I was like, oh, this was fun. Was like Happy Death Day. But, you know, all the other ones are just trying to be so serious and dramatic. And I was like, you could still have the serious and dramatic parts in there, but you still have fun with it as well. It's like, that's why everybody loved the, the Child's Play movies and the Chucky movies and the Jason movies and all those back in the day. Because they were serious, but they still had fun. Yeah. They didn't take themselves seriously. They knew yeah. what they were and they embraced it. Didn't walk on eggshell, try not to offend on people and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly, exactly. It's like now I don't think you would have Jason like putting a bunch of campers that are like, you know, take having sex and runs through with a harpoon or something like that. It'd be like, oh, no, no, can't show boobs, can't have premarital sex anymore. 
Can't don't dare do assume their don't assume their genders either. Don't do oh, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing that got me. I I, I remember um, <clears throat> well one the this one video that was a review and the reason they hated Terrifier was because the the scene where I'm wearing the boobs. They're like, oh, it's transphobic and blah 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 blah. I'm like, <laughs> of course. What? Like no 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 that's not what he was doing at all he was you know he was doing that to he cut all of her stuff off to like you know wear it around like Buffalo Bill style and also like to psych out the um, the sister that came in it was a, it was a trap for her and he was just trying to psych her out it had nothing to do with you know transphobia or anything like that and the funny thing is is the actress that played the homeless woman in the film is actually a trans trans actress and if anybody had had a problem with that scene it would have been her and she would have let us know about it she would have been no but she was oh i love this this is hilarious Yeah, it's like it's like you know, sit down, sit down, sit down. You're 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 getting a little bit too crazy because I'm all about you know LGBT rights and everything like that. I'm like, no, this is not what we we didn't even think of that. Right, that was that 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 didn't even like. I actually had to ask Puyu when I saw that comment. I was like, Puyu, is this okay? Is this? She's like, oh, don't listen to that person. That person's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) They just need to shut up. They're not helping anybody. <laughs> now, in that scene, were you really naked, or were you wearing one of those cock socks that they? <laughs> That's a funny story too. Oh yeah. So I was actually naked, and but I did have a cock sock. And that's the thing is, like that morning, Damien like sends me a text message, "Hey, bring a cock sock with you to to set." And I'm like, "Oh, what? <laughs> what the hell? Bring a condom? Why?" He's like, "No, not a condom, a cock sock." I'm like, "What the?" What, what? the cock sock it's like it's just a sock bring a sock with you so i'm like oh okay i'll bring a sock i didn't think about it at all so i get to set i come out and i because i had uh, you don't notice it but i have a um it's hard to see but i also was wearing a fake vajayjay so i i skinned off her vajayjay too and i was wearing that but so i had that all glued to me and i had the the cock sock on underneath but it, it you know, <laughs> some things don't cover things up all the way, and and stupid me brought a white, bright white tube sock, uh, and so she's like, Ba-da! <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats on not being able to cover it all up. Oh yeah, yeah. Be hung there, <laughs> I thank my dad for that, but <laughs> thanks, dad. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and like they all just started laughing. Damien's like, oh no. No, dude, dude, I, you should have brought a black one. I'm like, yeah, you racist. You didn't specify the color, man. I, I, I could have brought my Superman sock, too. I, I just I just brought a sock. That would have been funny. One of the socks with a cape on it. Yeah, Yeah, I have, I have Batman socks with little capes on it. <laughs> there you I go. They're so cute. Like Batman. I am Batman. They're fun to run around because of the capes go woo when you're running around. 
I actually wore those in one of my old jobs when I had already put my two weeks notice in because I was with one of these big corporate like Sodexo Marriott corporations and their new head of everything was coming in. So they're doing inspections and they're like, everybody has to have everything perfect on the uniform, blah, 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 blah. And our, our manager there was just a jackass, sleazoid. So I, I, I didn't care. I already put my two weeks in, so I didn't care anymore. And they're like, if anybody, if we catch anybody, even if they don't even have a totally black sock on, we're sending them home. I'm like, let's see. So I wore my my super not my Superman, but my Batman socks that day. You know, I let my other employ like fellow employer employees see it, and they're like, oh my god. But like, you know, I would even try, I was trying to let the manager see it while I was on the ship just to <laughs> see if they do anything. And they didn't like I was at the end of the day, one of the other managers, I was like checking out and I'm like, so uh, did you notice anything interesting about me today? She's like, what? And I like pulled up my socks. She's like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> I would have had to send you home, but that is awesome. <laughs> she hated this, this our boss there, too. Everybody hated this guy. So just like that's like that. That's you sneaky. I'm like, yeah, I am sneaky. I'm a rebel. <laughs> Fight the power <laughs> with my Batman socks. A Batman. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be like in my 90s and I'm still pulling shit like that. I'm like, eh. Right. You gotta stay young. Oh, yeah. Big kid. I'm such a big kid. Just like That's Dick great. Van Dyke, who's like in his mid 90s and he's still like scaring people. He, he has like, I, I, there was like this video he posted last year where he set, had this big, huge animatronic thing set in his driveway to scare people and he had a, a scare actor in on the inside of it to jump out at people at the end of it and scare people and he's just sitting in his front lawn just watching people scaring oh, people all day i'm like that's fantastic <laughs> I love that, that, that's, that's crazy to me because you're like this super nice very lovable dude but then like on screen you're terrifying <laughs> as fuck so i'm like he's either extremely talented or there's some fucking wheels turning in his head that we don't know about yet there's a little bit of both really (laughs) i mean you got to be a little bit crazy to do this career path anyway it's just like you you face so much rejection and you know you you face more rejection than you face acceptance in this career so you got to be a little bit nuts to endure all that how long do you see yourself playing art oh god as long as possible i mean i love the character so much fun so it's like, yeah, as long as I can keep up coming on new ideas for him, I'll keep playing him. It's like I, I would love to have like you know that Robert England longevity with the character, which someone pointed out to me recently. I, I think Robert England was the exact same age as I was when he first started playing Freddy, is when I first started playing art. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's like, yeah, that's that's cool. That that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't mind hearing that. Yeah. yeah. I hope it becomes a big franchise. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I want to see more like merch. Have you seen like cool like fan made custom merch that they've even given given you or? Oh yeah, you? there's been so much stuff out there that people have made. It's like, it's it's one of those things where like we we should be handing out cease and desist orders and stuff like that because <laughs> we're not getting a dime from any of that stuff. But I'm like. But at the same time, it's like it's the fans, and they're so they love the character so much, and they're doing a lot to help spread the word about the character. 
It's like even these conventions I'm not at, there's so many like booths up where people got merchandise and stuff like that of us, which is really cool. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess maybe in the future we might have to crack down on that. But right now it's okay. It's pretty yeah. cool, I think. And then so I've gotten a lot of stuff like that, so I love it. Uh-oh, what do we have? Yes! Happy birthday, <laughs> From yes! Silly Productions. <laughs> That's <of> awesome. <laughs> that is so... That's from Canada, right? I, I think they, they've no, got to make... Florida. Oh, Florida? Okay. So I got something similar to that, too. Maybe, maybe that guy was from Florida. He just came up to Canada to sell it. I don't know. <laughs> Because yeah, I got people, one of those, too. What people just miss is that Christy has a custom art piece. What would you say? That's like 12-inch? Yeah. Yeah, 12-inch, yeah, and he's holding the sign that says, Happy Birthday, Christy. So that's, yeah, that's, that's really so cool. cool. <laughs> so cool. So the fans are good until a major studio comes in, and then they're fucked. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Because I'm like, we, we would really love to like get our own action figures and stuff like that, like have like NECA or someone like that. Yeah. I, I want my Funko Pop figure. Yeah, you need now. a Funko Pop back. I need my Funko Pop. They need because Damien makes his own and yeah. sells them at conventions. And Damien's are really well done too. It's just yeah. like he, he's I a need... talented dude. <laughs> he's <laughs> a talented dude. Yeah, I'm like I want my Funko Pop figure. Get on that Funko. Come on, Great. guys. <laughs> I want one. I will oh, be it? there. I will do an appearance for you. <laughs> Yeah. Rob Zombie just had his made. That yes. Really Nightmare Toys ordered them. <laughs> <laughs> just putting that in there. Yeah, it does a little product placement, you know, as you do. Oh, we have to do Nightmare Toy plugs all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we love doing the plugs. I mean, let me tell you. <laughs> we love doing it. Oh, we don't. <laughs> no, it's a cool store, though. I, I really thought it was cool when I went in there. I, it's it's not what you expect in Huntsville, Alabama. Right. <laughs> of all places. It's like, you know, it's like Alabama is, is, is an interesting place at times. And they don't even allow people to sell sex toys in Alabama. So yeah, no wonder people are so angry. <laughs> yeah, people thought that's what that was when I first opened. Oh, no. Sex <laughs> shop, or like a BDSM shop. I got that all the time oh, when I first yeah. opened. Uh, I get that all the time. I'll talk about the pod to people. I'll talk about the pod to people, Christy, and and I'll say, well, she owns a, a store called Nightmare Toys, and they'll go, is that a sex shop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's not like a hustler store or something like that. So just like. No, that's a completely different company. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because that, that's like one of those questions I had for her. Is like, how well are y'all doing with business in Alabama there in Huntsville? And she said pretty well. So I'm like, that's good. Because you just never know in the Bible Belt. It's yeah. Just like, I haven't had any problems or I haven't had anybody come in and be like, oh, this store sucks or it needs to be right. burnt down or anything like that. No, it's the devil. Like that. Yeah, yeah, no picketers yeah. with the signs, you know, God hates grandma. the store and all this. Thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. My dad's mom was like one of those very evangelical Christians. It was like my, my whole family's like they wish I had known her before she went into that crazy phase of her life because she used to be really cool and chill. But it was like she tried to exercise me when I was five years old in Piccadilly there at uh, Parkway City Mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On Sunday morning in the church crowd, because I was being a typical five year old. There was a toy store in the mall. I was bored because my grandma was the slowest eater in the world. 
And I was just like, I want to go, I want to go to Toy Story, 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 and, you know, typical five-year-old. My grandmother just, my grandma was like four foot eight, this little bitty lady. She comes over, stands on her chair, and slaps her hand on my forehead across the table. I was like, Lord Jesus Almighty, I command you to get these demons out of my grandson's heads. And I played along with it. <laughs> I just started going, ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> My mom's there at the end of the table. David, Howard, Thornton, stop it! <laughs> no, you're in trouble when the middle name's used, too. So it's like, oh, yep. okay. That's like, she used to think, like, like, she wouldn't allow me to bring my He-Man toys over to the house because they were the toys of the devil, all that kind of stuff. They had, like, piles of tapes of the 700 Club that they taped on VHS. It was like a room full of VHSs of the 700 Club. So they, they were... A little bit crazy, so I, I, I it's, it's a kind of a good thing she's no longer around because she would be like, I have to, I, I have to give you another baptism and everything because you're playing this horrible murderer in these movies and blah 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 blah. I'm like, I learned it from you, Grandma. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> when are you coming back to Huntsville? I have no yeah. idea yet. I, I don't know. Whenever. Whenever Very I get here, except for Nightmare Toys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad's still there, so it's just like, yeah. I mean, I got some old friends and stuff like there, but it's like, I usually I have to have a reason to go back. I just don't go yeah. back just to go back because it's yeah. not a whole lot going on in Huntsville, Alabama. Nope. Sure nope. Just find rocket museum. <laughs> See, I, I'm in Kansas, so I, I understand. Oh yeah, yeah, Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Just flat. <laughs> just flat. flat. Just like me. Full, full of Jesus. <laughs> flat and Jesus. Flat Jesus. Flat and Jesus. Flat Jesus. <laughs> we don't want any hills here. Those hills have eyes. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to that one, yeah. <laughs> you country folks, I swear. <laughs> you're from, oh, it's like you're from Ohio. Oh, hey. Yeah, I'm in a major city though. <laughs> what what city are you in? I, I'm in Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a major city. Yeah, Huntsville is, you know, it's it's like a big suburbia with a small city in the middle of it. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 different from the rest of the state of Alabama. I didn't even understand what redneck was until I went to college, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'm like in my fraternity. I was like, we were supposed to be like the gentleman's fraternity on campus and stuff like that. And to tell you how it was, it was an eye-opening experience for me. And it really disgusted me, too, because like there was this like one black guy that used to hang out with us all the time on our hall and come in and play Halo and stuff like that with us. And we're like, hey, like a lot of us were like, we would love him to be in the fraternity with us. So we put it to a vote. And he was not allowed into the fraternity because half of the guys in the fraternity were from these small little podunk redneck towns. And they were like, no, we're not going to have some black guy in our fraternity. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? And I, I was like the first time I had really encountered anything like that because Huntsville's a big melting pot. So I was just like, right. that was that was new to me. I was like, what the hell is wrong with these people? I was like, he, he hangs out with us all the time, but just you have no problem playing Halo with them. 
but just because of the color of his skin, uh, uh, that night I like went alumni. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, this this disgusts me. I was like, no. But that's the thing I realized. Like a lot of those people, they came from these small towns in Alabama where they had never known anybody else like that. So it's like, oh, this is you know they they fear what they don't understand. Maybe they should fear Art the Clown. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah. Oh, so when, you can be the spokesman for racism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Art hates everybody equally. <laughs> right? <laughs> It'll work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we actually had a place right outside of Huntsville, though, Sand Mountain area. That's where they got those snake handlers, like the, the, yeah. the church the snakes yeah on a rare occasion you had something and it was like another person died at the snake handling church yeah that's (laughs) like a big surprise (laughs) (laughs) got bit didn't pray enough (laughs) yeah that that was an those are the people that would come into walmart after midnight then you're like oh here they are Mm -hmm. (laughs) here here are the mountain folk (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's where you see the people, Walmart people. It's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> That's a choice. That's a choice. I see you're wearing a... Ma'am, you're wearing overalls without an undershirt. Flopping <laughs> <laughs> out the sides. It's like, oh, no, 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 ma'am. It's like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Spandex is not something you should be wearing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ends up looking like a Play-Doh factory. Some of them. It does. <laughs> yeah. This big pink Play-Doh thing coming in. <laughs> oh, I'm looking for diapers for my baby. <laughs> oh God, it's like it, I, I think you know living there you know helped me come up with some fun characters though. Just like yeah. I bet it has. <laughs> can only imagine. Oh, my God. I still remember, like, when I was a camp counselor, we had a, a bus driver by the name of Earl. He had maybe three teeth in his skull. Nicest guy. But he was, like, Boomhauer from King of the Hill. So you had no idea what he was saying. He was like, oh, yeah, we're going down. We're going to come down. Yeah, man. And we're just like, What? Was it, we just got to we're just smiling and nod. And we're like, you know, he could probably be telling us he's going to like kidnap us all and drive us off a cliff and yeah. butcher all the survivors for all we know. And we're sitting here going, yeah, Earl, that's awesome. <laughs> What's funny is we have a lot of those here in Kansas so much to where I'm, I can actually almost like translate what they're saying for other oh, yeah. people. If they're not familiar, I'm like, well, what he's saying here. He's, he's going <laughs> to kidnap your child and all this stuff. But don't worry about it. He's harmless. Yeah, yeah, he's harmless. He just wants to invite you out for barbecue. <laughs> right. Yeah, Earl was funny. It was just always like, oh, God, here he comes over here with the conversation again. I'm like, okay, God help me. <laughs> oh, Dad, how are you doing? Oh, God, here we go. Get out and get and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, this is still happens. You're going to die. What? Nothing. <laughs> Well, this this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for, oh, for welcome, coming huh? on here. Is there any more questions, String? You got any questions? Um, I got one last one. Um, going through your IMDb page, which, as many people know, it's kind of spotty at best. Um, but there was one on there called Stream. 
Is that something you can talk about or? No, oh, I didn't know that's on there yet. Ah. That's something that's that's what I was talking about earlier. So I, I can't say more. OK, fair enough. Yeah. I, I need to check that out on my IMDb page. There's actually some other stuff that I just haven't put on there yet. A lot of, like the animated series and stuff I've done. I, I think it's because with animation, you have to do uh, by episode. You just can't say I was on this series and played such and such and so and so. And like some of these, I've played multiple characters and I just don't know what all the episodes are. So I'm like, meh, I'm too lazy. Because usually it's like the people that do the, the productions that pull all that stuff up anyway so but i just hasn't haven't done that for me and i'm like well <laughs> so i was like oh well if people ask it's on my other resumes <laughs> christy what about you you got, any, you got anything um no i think i asked all the questions i wanted to ask and yeah. some of the other ones i wanted to ask y'all asked so yeah right that, that's how it went my my questions got answered as we went on yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well i guess that's a good thing then yeah i, I just the, all my rambling i answered questions <laughs> <laughs> this, this was great um we we, we love your work art clown is is incredible um and i love your impression so i want more impression videos <laughs> i gotta make some more of those those are, they're fun like that, that the one I did 110 voices on, I made that about nine years ago on tour with the Grinch. Mm-hmm. So that was like because I, I when we were recording stuff for the Grinch for um for some of our musical numbers, like we had like PA announcements and stuff like that, and they they had me doing all the PA announcements, and they just were going through all my voices like try it with this voice, try this, and they're like, God, have you ever like recorded yourself doing all these characters? I'm like, nah. I was like, you should do that. And I'm like, okay. And I had a horrible, like, uh, congestive bronchitis for, like, two weeks on tour. And we only had one day left on tour. And I was like, okay, I got to do this now. <laughs> so I recorded on that last day of the tour and worked out fine. So I was like, oh, great. So Yeah, yeah I, like your, I like your hat in that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, those, those are fun hats. Those little page boy hats, I call them. Uh, paper boy hats, whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a newsy. <laughs> <laughs> Though I can't dance with like those guys doing those. Oh my god! I was like, I. It's like as much as I love doing musical theater, I'm not one of those big musical theater dancers. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm the character guy. And I was like, just show me how to do a jazz square or something like that. And <laughs> that was a good thing about playing Grandpa Who. It's like he's old, so he doesn't have to do all the crazy dancing. He's like, I'm old. Yeah, you dance. <laughs> I just hop. So no dancing. <laughs> a little bit, you know. It's like it just—I can't do all the crazy stuff, you know, the flips and all the, the pirouettes and crap like that. I'm like, no, nope, no. Nope. But you can snap your finger and bob your head. Exactly. Yeah. I, I can do the basics. I can do the basics. Well, again, thank you very much for being on the show. Hi, oh, you're welcome. Well, uh, conclude it here. Um, thank you for being on the Outsiders of Horror podcast. Yes, thank you very much. much, Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun chatting with you guys. Well, I'm an outsider, outside of everything.